Welcome to Hog Planets. This is the podcast where we weigh, tag, and grade the various ghouls and hogs and porcine individuals of politics, culture, and America. Um, at this point, you know, you're a patron, you, get, you know the deal. Um, I'm Dan Staventa, joined by uh, Sam Lewis. Sam, uh, wh- what's going on today? What's, um, you know, uh, what's, what's on your mind? Well, I mean, I think we, I've just been basking all week in the glow of just so, so many beautiful speeches made by people at the Republican National Convention, which seemingly was only inhabited by just complete ghouls and goblins. Yeah, it's it's funny the degree to which like even in like victory like they own they own this the uh Senate, they own the uh Supreme Court and they own the presidency, but man, it, it it's weird how like dark and like uh persecuted the the messaging is uh still even like I remember do you remember the 2016 convention? It was that one felt almost more like uh that one felt almost more like fantasy like this is this is like like this is like like just just like death cult language whereas this time it had that but maybe we're all just more used to it now yeah i i think we are more used to it but um i remember back then it was sort of like this whole thing of I don't know. I sort of think that once they nominated Trump, they were like, maybe 2016 is not our year. We'll try again in four years. Um, and that was why it wasn't as insane. Whereas w- when Trump actually won, now we're, he's running for re-election. They've, I guess, maybe realized that their base is people who feel just persecuted and feel terrified like every day. Um, I-, I got to watch a little of the DNC as well, you know, the Democratic National Convention. And I, I only watched one day because I really wanted to see Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's chaotic son, speak. They did not give him very much to say. It was clearly pre-recorded, <laughs> so he didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was go up and like tear up the cue cards and then just start going off on a you know tirade about his time on Skid Row. But I, I watched that, and the theme of the DNC this year was like, you know, come on, man. Joe Biden's not such a bad guy. Go go vote for him. Don't worry about it. Whereas with the RNC, it's like the Democrats are at your door with Antifa and communists. They're here to, like, sell your children to sex slavery. They're going to burn your house down. Like, they're reanimating Mao as we speak. It, like, the difference could not be more stark. What did you think of the competing children that they that each convention brought? We had the stuttering boy who, you know, represented Joe Biden overcoming his stutter, which, like, come on. Like, he didn't ha- – like, like, maybe he had it in childhood, but, like, it, it's, it's not like – it's not like you can attribute all of his, like, brain death to a stutter. A stutter means, like, he's on the, the words of the tip of his tongue. It's not like – he just doesn't have it. Uh, yeah. But it was that 
stuttering child versus the Covington Catholic boy, Nicholas Sandman. Hell yeah. Now, I think we talked about that on the podcast at the time. Uh, you know, looking back, like, yes, uh, the Nicholas Sandman story probably got way too much coverage for how, like, fucking unimportant it was. And, like, I don't – at the end of the day, I don't really think it was, like, that big of a deal. He's just, like, a shitty kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. There was, like, no examination of the context going on with that video. Um, you know, the video that, like – went viral was Sandman giving his shitty prep school kid face to a Native American man who was like peacefully banging a drum. But then of course the conservatives were like, hey, well before that, all these like, you know, what Nation of Islam or like like he black, black Israelites. Hebrew Israelites or something. Yeah. They were all like antagonizing the children or something and calling them crackers at like the Lincoln Memorial. And then apparently like what for the measured story that I heard was that at like there there were, you know, the, I guess the the chaperones on this field trip because the kids they were bussed in from like a private high school, a Catholic high school in Kentucky to go to like the March for Life or whatever, the fucking um, pro-life whatever in D.C. that they do every year. And, um, you know, literally like paid crisis agitators. But either way, they, um, yeah, so I guess that they had been like arguing back and forth with the, with the black Israelites, which, I mean, if you ever have seen people like that in your city, you know, it's never a good idea to engage with them. But um, then the Native American man whose name is escaping me came up and was like banging a drum and trying to like calm everyone down and like was, I don't know, doing peace stuff. And then, of course, these like rowdy Catholic school kids who were already riled up. Again, none of the chaperones are like anywhere to be seen. Then they start, he started jeering at the, you know, Sandman started jeering at the Native American man. And then that's the viral clip. And yeah, they had Nick Sandman at the RNC talking about, like, cancel culture. What, what happened to me, I know it has a name now. It, it's called being can, – can you pull up that quote? Can you see if you can find <laughs> that quote? And he's like, it's called being canceled, and it happened to me. Was he even canceled? <laughs> <laughs> like – Canceled to me is like the cause to lose the job or... Yeah, he doesn't have... He's like 17. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. You're not canceled. He's and not like did, a... No, he wasn't the only one. To, and Charlie Kirk uh, mentioned cancel culture, like the rabid liberals, like, you know, Charlie Kirk, the, the gummy-faced, just like... Uh, kind of... He's got like a Bob the Builder kind of frame. Very large head. Small looks like a cartoon character for sure yeah um, um you find the sandman quote so it was funny because they like um I, you know why bring him to speak at the rnc well it's funny because i feel like that was i feel like that was a way to say like we disapprove of the media he was like an anti-media voice because you know he he got he got hundreds of he got like a hundred million dollars in, in a lawsuit or something yeah. No, his parent, his family made out well from whatever whoever paid. I mean, obviously, like that individual man who or or, or the black Israelites were not coughing up the hundred million dollars. I think they sued like the, like a, a news network or something. I want to say it was the Washington Post and CNN. I want. I think you're right. Um, I did find the canceled quote. He said, 
canceled is what's being as sorry let me uh let me start that over again he said canceled is what's happening to people across this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left (laughs) many are being fired humiliated or even threatened but like not this kid because he doesn't have a job like you're not canceled everyone just thinks you're a shitty little prep school kid and you are a shitty little prep school kid like uh, yeah i will say like people went too far people got too giddy you know people people uh um you know like there were people saying like oh that's what like a date rapist looks like you know like liberal journalists and it's like all right all right all right calm down Yeah, we don't need to, like, rush into the ad homonyms. I mean, uh, my first critique of this was, like, number one, the fact that they bust high schoolers out for, like, the March for Life or whatever it's fucking called in D.C. is heinous on its own. The fact that, like, the clearly the chaperones on this field trip are just, like, letting the kids run wild and, like, argue with, like, grown men and stuff is weird and doesn't make any sense. But, like, if anything, the kid is sort of, like, the... the I don't want to say he's blameless because he seems like a shitty little kid, but he is, like... I don't know, he's, like, a minor... He, uh, he's just a stupid little fucking high school kid. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm desensitized because, um, Dan, I've told you about the roving hordes of MAGA teens, but I'm not sure if I've talked about it on the podcast before. I think we talked about it a little bit, but yeah, how um, they are a common sight uh, near where you live. Yeah, yeah, especially in like the National Mall area in DC. You like every spring, I mean, not this spring for obvious reasons, but um, previously there would be like, kids who were who come in for like a field trip or something they're from like suburban high schools or rural high schools or something and they all come to dc to go to the smithsonian's the monuments and all that shit for some school field trip and then they see one of the nine million kiosks that sell merchandise in the city and the vast majority of the merchandise that those kiosks sell is trump merchandise number one because he's the president number two because his merchandise just apparently sells way better and of course, these te- these teenagers who are like don't have a real worldview or anything, load up on the MAGA stuff, and then they, and, you know, sure, plenty of them probably come from conservative backgrounds and maybe know that their parents are Republican or something, but they're teenagers, so it really doesn't matter. And they walk around, and it's a sight, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's jarring for a local to see all these teens walking around in MAGA stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, I might have done something stupid like that when I was 14 in D.C. the first time. You know, I, I don't want to come down too hard on these kids. But I don't know. I'm conflicted about it because people did come down a little hard on, on Nick Sandman, who, as we've said, looked like a little shit and definitely probably is a, real, a little shit and has not been canceled. It has literally been, like, given a platform because of this. He's no, he could, like, the run RNC. For, he could run for Congress if he wants. At the end of the video when he put on the MAGA hat, did you see oh. that? <laughs> yeah, because that's... No, but this is, he's, he's a perfect microcosm for what the RNC, a big part of what the RNC was about, which was getting... It was unbelievably online, is the thing that I got from it. it and I, one of the things I really want to talk about in this bonus episode is the kind of I, I'm starting to realize that people in the right and the center, and I hate to say it, but also on the, on the left, and by the left, I mean even the far left, you know, like our people, a lot of those people are just becoming wing nuts. And because, I think a large part of that is, is online stuff. You know, we in the far left love to say that, you know, liberals and conservatives just dislike one another because they're on the different, a different team. But I don't think that we're always exempt from that something I want to go into, but with 
with Nick Sandman, like him putting on the hat and being like, I've been canceled, but I'm defiant. That's like some shit that some fucking, you know, QAnon grandpa whose parent family doesn't talk to him would say. This is, that's who the audience for this was. It was, there's no, you could not be watching this and be a normal person and have any idea who most of these people were. Like the RNC list of speakers is, you, you've got to be just way too plugged into right-wing media to know who any of them really are yeah i gotta pull up the list of uh speakers here i you know when you listen to like the content though it, it is a lot of those same like culture war issues and it's always the culture war like they don't you know they don't uh they don't have a lot of like substantive critiques like I mean, it's the same shit, right? You had, like, the anti-abortion advocate who used to work at Planned Parenthood. I, did you see that one? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And she was like, I can tell you firsthand that this is how Planned Parenthood, run, like, operates. This is how they're funded. I was like, you're just telling outright lies. I mean, complete fucking falsehoods. Yeah, what would you do? You you had, like, a clipboard at, like, Planned Parenthood? Like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't get it. It's like me doing an expose on the NRA because I tempt with them for two weeks or something. Uh, well, we're we're recording this ahead of night four, so we we are we are eagerly awaiting um, Ben Carson, Tom Cotton, Mitch McConnell's coming tonight. We got oh Ivanka, Ann Dorn, widow of retired St. Louis police captain. David Dorn, who was killed in June. Oh my God, we got Rudy. We got Giuliani tonight. Of course. And Dana White, too, America! president of the UFC. <laughs> no, um, tonight definitely is like the A list. This is, these yeah. are the headliners. Like, these are Just actual, headliners. you know, Trump is speaking, obviously, like Mitch McConnell, Tom Cotton, all the fucking freaks. Um, Dana White's from the, the United, the Ultimate Fighting <laughs> Championship. A absolutely. Um, Oh my God! No, the f one of the ones on here is Jeff Van Drew, that New Jersey representative who switched parties last year. Oh. <laughs> Just sheer chaos. And Kevin but, McCarthy is chaotic too. I can't remember what what's his deal. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know who that is. Kevin McCarthy. Where, yeah. Let me see him on the list. Well, he's the minority leader. Uh he's probably just some shitty just representative some and some he's shitty guy in California. <laughs> um. Franklin Graham, ooh, the evangelical guy. Big time. No, I so, want to find the um Oh, we didn't even mention. We didn't even mention um uh, uh Don Jr. and Kimberly Gilfoyle. <laughs> um power couple. Yeah, she was really she, she was projecting as if she was in a room full of like uh, 100,000 people, but you know, she was in a room alone, so it just came off really weird. Yeah, she was screeching. It was it was wild. Uh, what well, last night was Melania Trump, which it's always funny when she has to give a speech. I mean, you yeah. can you can say I'm be making being xenophobic or making fun of her accent. I, I don't really care about that, right? <laughs> like, no, because you look at her and you're like, oh, she like doesn't she does not want to be here. Like she she uh, you know she like slithered into this position and she is that she has no desire being a part of. Also, what do you think of the like video packages? I can't, I couldn't stop thinking of just like Starship Troopers. Like, you know, yeah, my yeah. Part. 
Uh, yeah, all the all the Democratic uh, convention ones looked like Tim and Eric sketches, as many people said, and all the Republican ones looked like something out of Starship Troopers. Or it was funny how none of the Republicans they didn't have any of the music. They didn't have any musicians. I feel like they didn't have any like entertainers <laughs> as much. Where's Where's the Scott Bayo? Not that he's a musician, but. Yeah, well, we lost, um, you know, Mr. Devil went down to Georgia. We lost Charlie Daniels this year, so he couldn't do it. Looks like um, Benghazi is going away. 